O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Friday, April 9th. I want to draw your attention to a pick on the navigation menu on the Daily Audio Torah website. It is found under Our Projects and Partners. Select Torah House Global Prayer Network. This is a call to believers throughout the nations everywhere to take a place on the wall of prayer and to raise up a standard against the rising tide of evil and lawlessness that we see in our nations and in our culture. Let me share with you from their vision statement. The Torah House is an imaginary space where we meet each Arab Shabbat at 9 p.m. We all pray from our own location and in our own time zone. Together, we will enter into the virtual Torah house every Arab Shabbat at 9 p.m. your local time. His set-apart people will meet with Yeshua in his Torah house. Community prayer is of tremendous value because as we pray of one heart, mind, and purpose, great power is released in the heavens. We begin our prayer time with a great shofar blast and enter Yehovah's courts with praise. We come against the relentless tide of evil that is swallowing up the nations. We ask our Father to establish His Torah in our city, our region, and our nation. Each month, there is a featured prayer theme for the month so that together we can focus our prayers on the prayer theme for that month. Go to thetorahouse.com to see the prayer theme for this month. To learn more or to sign up to become a partner or a coordinator or a member, go to thetorahouse.com and find out more. Join with others throughout the nations every Friday night at 9 p.m. your time, as together we raise up a symphony of prayer to Abba Father in seeking His face and crying out to Him for the remnant to return to the God of Israel and to His great and glorious Torah. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Shemeni, and it means eighth. Leviticus 11, 16-31 The ostrich, the nighthawk, the seagull, hawks of every variety, the little owl, the cormorant, the great owl, the white owl, the pelican, and the bustard, the stork, herons of every variety, the hoopoe, and the bat, all winged swarming things that walk on fours shall be an abomination for you. But these you may eat among all the winged swarming things that walk on fours, all that have above their feet jointed legs to leap with on the ground. Of these you may eat the following, locusts of every variety, 
all varieties of bald locust, crickets of every variety, and all varieties of grasshopper. But all other winged swarming things that have four legs shall be an abomination for you, and the following shall make you unclean. Whoever touches their carcasses shall be unclean until evening, and whoever carries the carcasses of any of them shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. Every animal that has true hoofs but without clefts through the hoofs, or that does not chew the cud, they are unclean for you. Whoever touches them shall be unclean. Also, all animals that walk on paws, among those that walk on fours, are unclean for you. Whoever touches their carcasses shall be unclean until evening and anyone who carries their carcasses shall wash his clothes and shall remain unclean until evening. They are unclean for you. The following shall be unclean for you from among the things that swarm on the earth, the mole, the mouse, and great lizards of every variety, the gecko, the land crocodile, the lizard, the sand lizard, and the hamelian. Those are for you the unclean among all the swarming things. Whoever touches them when they are dead shall be unclean until evening. Joshua 1, 1 1-18 After the death of Moses, the servant of Hashem, Hashem said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' attendant, Every spot on which your foot treads I give to you, as I promised Moses. Your territory shall extend from the wilderness and the Lebanon to the great river, the river Euphrates, on the east, the whole Hittite country, and up to the Mediterranean Sea on the west. No one shall be able to resist you as long as you live. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you or forsake you. Be strong and resolute, for you shall apportion to this people the land that I swore to their fathers to assign to them. But you must be very strong and resolute to observe faithfully all the teaching that my servant Moses enjoined upon you. Do not deviate from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Let not this book of the teaching cease from your lips, but recite it day and night, so that you may observe faithfully all that is written in it. Only then will you prosper in your undertakings, and only then will you be successful. I charge you, be strong and resolute. Do not be terrified or dismayed, for Hashem your God is with you wherever you go. Joshua thereupon gave orders to the officials of the people, Go through the camp and charge the people thus, Get provisions ready, for in three days' time you are to cross the Jordan in order to enter and possess the land that Hashem your God is giving you as a possession. Then Joshua said to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, Remember what Moses, the servant of Hashem, enjoined upon you when he said, Hashem your God is granting you a haven. He has assigned this territory to you. 
Let your wives, children, and livestock remain in the land that Moses assigned to you on this side of the Jordan. But every one of your fighting men shall go across armed in the van of your kinsmen, and you shall assist them until Hashem has given your kinsmen a haven, such as you have, and they too have gained possession of the land that Hashem your God has assigned to them. Then you may return to the land on the east side of the Jordan, which Moses, the servant of Hashem, assigned to you as your possession, and you may possess it. They answered Joshua, We will do everything you have commanded us, and we will go wherever you send us. We will obey you, just as we obeyed Moses. But let Hashem your God be with you, as he was with Moses. Any man who flouts your commands and does not obey every order you give him shall be put to death. Only be strong and resolute. Luke 13, one to 21. There were present at that season some that told him Yeshua of the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Yeshua answering said to them, Suppose you that these Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans, because they suffered such things. I tell you, no, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Or those eighteen, upon whom the tower in Siloam fell, and slew them, do you think that they were sinners above all men that dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you, no, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. He spoke also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. Then said he to the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why do you cumber it to the ground? And he answering said to him, Lord, let it alone this year also till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well. And if not, then after that you shall cut it down. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity eighteen years, and was bowed together, and could in no wise lift herself up. And when Yeshua saw her, he called her to him, and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight, and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, because that Yeshua had healed on the Sabbath day, and said to the people, There are six days in which men ought to work. In them therefore come and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. And the Lord then answered him and said, You hypocrite, does not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or his donkey from the stall, and lead him away to watering? Ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, lo, these eighteen years, be loosed from this bondage on the Sabbath day? And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed, and all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. Then said he, Unto what is the kingdom of God like, and whereunto shall I resemble it? It is like a grain of mustard seed which a man took, 
and cast into his garden, and it grew and waxed a great tree, and the fowls of the air lodged in the branches of it. And again he said, Whereunto shall I liken the kingdom of God? It is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, till the whole was leavened. Psalm 78, 65-72 Then the Lord awoke as one out of his sleep, and like a mighty man that shouts by reason of wine, and he smote his enemies in the hinder parts. He put them to a perpetual reproach. Moreover, he refused the tabernacle of Joseph and chose not the tribe of Ephraim, but chose the tribe of Judah, the Mount Zion, which he loved. And he built his sanctuary like high palaces, like the earth which he has established forever. He chose David also his servant, and took him from the sheepfolds. From following the ewes great with young, he brought them to feed Jacob his people, and Israel his inheritance. So he fed them according to the integrity of his heart, and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. Proverbs 12.25 Heaviness in the heart of man makes it stoop, but a good word makes it glad. I want to speak to you today from Joshua chapter 1, and then we're going to jump into Luke chapter 13. And in Joshua chapter 1, we see the words repeated many times, Be strong and resolute. Do not be terrified or dismayed, for Hashem, your God, is with you wherever you go. I'm just getting a sense from the Holy Spirit that there is someone listening who really needs to hear that. That fear has paralyzed you, and fear has held you back, and kept you in bondage, and kept you stuck. And that God is calling you to step out and step over a threshold and to go forth into new territory and to begin a new life and to leave Egypt behind you, to leave oppression behind you, to leave fear behind you and to not be afraid, but to be strong and resolute because God is with you as you go forward. Okay, now let's jump back into Joshua chapter 1, verse 1. And it says, After the death of Moses, the servant of Hashem, Hashem said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' attendant, My servant Moses is dead, prepared across the Jordan, together with all this people, into the land that I am giving to the Israelites. Now keep in mind, this is after the 40 years of wandering in the desert, and now they're ready to actually go into the promised land. The Israel Bible commentary to this verse reads as follows. The Talmud teaches that Sefer Joshua had a unique quality that sets it apart from all of the other books of the prophets. Books like Joshua, Jeremiah, Sefer Melikim, and Sefer Shaftim were necessary only to rebuke the people as a response to their behavior. Had they not sinned, they would not they would have needed only the five books of the Torah and 
Joshua, for it describes the borders and boundaries of Israel. May our study of Joshua increase our love for and appreciation of the land of Israel. Continuing on, the Israel Bible Commentary to verse 2 reads as follows. Hashem instructs Joshua, the new leader of the nation of Israel, to rise up and lead them across the Jordan and to inhabit the land that Hashem is giving them. Taking possession of Eretz Israel will require human actions, which will be supported by God's miracles. At the very beginning of Joshua's leadership, the nation is reminded that the entire Eretz Israel belongs to God's people and that they must do their part to take possession of this special gift from Hashem. Continuing on, let's look at verse 8 and 9 in Joshua chapter 1. Let not this book of the teaching cease from your lips, but recite it day and night, so that you may observe faithfully all that is written in it. Only then will you prosper in your understandings, and only then will you be successful. So this is a strong admonition to remind the people then, and to remind us today, that we are told to be reading the Word of God, to be reading the Bible, read the Torah, and to get it written upon our heart. And how does that happen? It's when we no longer have a heart of stone and we now have a heart of flesh and the Holy Spirit with his invisible finger is writing the word of God upon our heart. And it needs to travel from our heart, our mind and our heart right down to our feet so that we can put it into practice and walk it out and live it out. And then the next verse, verse 9, I charge you, be strong and resolute. Do not be terrified or dismayed, for Hashem your God is with you wherever you go. I know someone right now who's in a very severe domestic violence relationship. This person is close to me. And this person uh, had to have surgery. A bone was broken due to the violence of the partner. And this person has been intimidated and living in fear for a long time and is very, very afraid. But today, this person took a strong action and went to court and got a restraining order against the partner for her protection. And it took much courage and bravery and strength to do what she did. So sometimes we, in our own weakness and fear, we just have to say, Lord, help me. Give me the strength I need, the courage I need, the bravery I need to go forward. Now let's jump into Luke chapter 13. And in Luke chapter 13, Yeshua heals somebody on the Sabbath. Um, Let's jump into Luke 13 
and verse 11. Behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. When Yeshua saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And when he laid his hands on her, immediately she was made straight and she glorified God. Then Yeshua gets huge pushback from the Pharisees, from the ruler of the synagogue. Why? Because he violated their religiosity rules. He violated them. And let's read on. Verse 14, the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because Yeshua had healed on the Sabbath day and said to the people, there are six days in which men ought to work. Therefore, come and be healed, but not on the Sabbath day. Yeshua strongly rebukes him. He says, don't you take your animals out and give them water on the Sabbath day? And and this woman has suffered all these years. She's a daughter of Abraham. These 18 years, she's been bound. And so, of course, why shouldn't the Son of Man heal her on the Sabbath and that she be delivered from this evil spirit? And so, basically, he's pushing back against a spirit of religion. So, a lot of the Pharisees of that day, they would follow the Oral Torah, also known as the Talmud. And there are some wise things in the Talmud. The Talmud you can consider to be like going into a Christian bookstore. And in that bookstore, you're going to find some gems and pearls. You're going to find some good books. You're also going to find some garbage. And so, in the Talmud... There might be some gems and pearls and some wisdom, but there's also a lot of man-made rules, doctrines, and traditions that actually violate the Word of God. And to elevate the Talmud above the written Word is not proper, not right. And so he was pushing back against, you know, following the traditions of man, man's rules, when we already have the word of God that came from the the God of Israel. And so um, we need to really look at that because we come into the season of Easter, for example. And there's all these traditions. There's Easter egg hunts and there's uh, Easter baskets and chocolate and candy and all that. You know, I used to do that years ago. I used to do that for my children when they were young. I didn't know better. Now, that's not in the Bible. That's a tradition. It's a tradition of man. What is in the Bible? The Passover. We are commanded to keep the Passover Seder. We're commanded to keep it as a memorial for all generations. It says nothing in there about Easter baskets or Easter eggs or Easter at all. So the Passover helps us to remember the Passover lamb, the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. So we need to really check that out ourselves because sometimes we get caught up. If you attend a church on a regular basis, sometimes we do things out of tradition. And not all traditions are bad. But we need to constantly be asking ourselves the question, how does this line up with the word of God? Is this in the word? Does this violate the word of God? And if it violates it, we need to set that tradition aside. Okay, that's all I have for today. Be blessed. 
Have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.